Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm glad that you're listening. In my most recent episode, I started with the following statement. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on the precipice of a historic footy season. Maybe. Well, it turns out that I was unfortunately more accurate than I sure as heck wanted to be with that. But reality has set in. Footy is postponed until at least the end of May. I hope it comes back this year, but I don't know about you. I won't be surprised if we only get one round of 2020 and we try to regroup and come back and play again next year. It's sad. It's not something we want to hear, but it is reality because this pandemic is impacting every country on the planet. It is impacting the livelihoods of many, many people. It's caused many, many deaths, and truth be told, I think we need to do what we can to make sure that we keep ourselves safe and that we keep our family members safe. And unfortunately, if it costs us a season of footy to get this taken care of, then I think that's what we have to do. Ladies of the AFLW, I am terribly, terribly sorry about the way your season ended, how it was cut short, the fact that there is going to be no premiership in the AFLW this year. I have to to tell you that uh, I was not a keen follower of the game the first couple of years. It was footy, so I was watching, but I wasn't watching it too terribly closely. But I have to tell you how impressed I was with the way the game improved over the last couple of seasons. And I'm excited for next year's competition already. And I hope those of you who are, are fans of the AFL and those of you who are just discovering the game give these ladies a shot. And hopefully here in the States, that the local television networks will help make it a little bit more accessible for people, and that maybe some of us will also continue to consider adding more opportunities for us to watch. This weekend was one that I was so looking forward to. It's the first round. We were all looking forward to it. Unfortunately, we were not going to be able to enjoy it with our friends sitting in the stands, those of you in Australia. But we were going to be able to sit down, and it was actual footy. These games are going on to the ladder. They counted. There was four points at stake. And it started out with such promise. The Tigers and Blues matchup didn't begin with a great deal of success for the Blues, but they did close the gap towards the end of the game. And it made it for a very exciting game. It was on here in the United States. It got some people interested. Because, let's be honest... At that time, footy was the only game in town here in the U.S. There's no other sports being played here. We've shut everything down. Most states around the country have shut down bars, restaurants, barbershops, tattoo parlors, things of that nature. They're all closed down. Wanting to limit the spread of the coronavirus. And that's probably not a bad thing. You know, many of us have elderly patients or elderly family members who are maybe more susceptible to this. Um, My mom will be 78 years old coming up in November, and I've made a couple of stops at her house. I've stayed away from her, Um, had to do a couple things. Last week um, was over there for about an hour and a half. Yesterday I had to take care of a couple of things, but trying to 
maintain that social distance because I don't want her to get sick. You know, I, I work in a profession where there are hundreds and hundreds of kids in the school every single day. I don't know who has what ailment, and I don't want to know. You know I don't want them to be, you know, exposed to what I might have been exposed to. But again, like I said, it was a solid matchup to start out the season. I was very excited about the fact that the Cats were going to be playing very soon. Congratulations, Rick. Um, but my wife mentioned to me then on Friday morning that, excuse me, on Thursday morning that uh, it was going to be my job to go pick up our daughter from, from college. She goes to school at a university out of state. It's about 600 miles away. So she had already moved out of her dorm room with the exception of a couple of items. And she had moved everything into either a storage unit or to my sister-in-law's house and had everything boxed up. So I needed to make the drive down there to get her. Wasn't real keen on doing that, but I'm not at work right now. I took some time to, to make this trip down there. And, uh, you know, her school, like most of the universities in the United States, have transitioned to exclusively online classes. The kids are finishing out this spring semester sitting in front of their computers and their professors are, con are constructing their courses that way, like I am doing with my students at the high school level. So I got a few hours of sleep on Thursday and was going to leave in the middle of the night and I was up and I was awake my wife suggested I go back to sleep for a few more hours. This was at about uh, 7 o'clock in the evening. I'd slept from about 2 o'clock until 7 o'clock, and I woke up. That I said, you know what, I'll try. I'll go back to sleep for a little while. So I tried to lie back down for another hour or so, but I couldn't fall asleep because I realized here's what I'm going to be doing for the next day. I'm going to be driving. So I decided I was going to go ahead and leave in the evening. So I... I packed up the few things that I was taking with me in my uncle's van that I had borrowed to haul everything home. And I set it out on the 600-mile uh, trip from my house to North Carolina and ran into, near Cincinnati, what I can best describe as biblical rain. I'm 56 years old. I've been driving now for 40 years. This might be the strongest rainstorm I have ever driven in. 20, 25 mile an hour winds. The rain was coming at the van sideways. It was ugly. Normally, I would be driving 65, 70 miles an hour on the interstate heading that way. I think there were some times where I was going maybe 30 or 35 because, well, I was trying to find the damn road, quite frankly. Couldn't find it. Fortunately, though, I had a couple things that were helping get me through, and I wanted to give a big shout-out as I get going uh, with this episode to the National Indigenous Radio Services broadcast team. I tuned in on the afl.com.au website to listen to the uh, Pies and Bulldogs game and absolutely loved their call. That got me through two hours of my trip, which wasn't very much distance because it was how far I was driving or how slow I was driving, I should say. But they helped me out tremendously. And gentlemen, I thank you for providing me with that to hold on to, to listen to as I was driving. I then switched over after the game was done to 
a podcast that I listen to quite frequently called True Crime Garage. And they they don't need a plug from me because they are a, a terrific podcast. They have lots and lots of listeners. But if you're not listening to, to True Crime Garage and you like true crime type stuff, I strongly encourage it. They did a six-part episode on uh, a case from the early 90s in uh, Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is about an hour and 10 minutes from where I am. And it was absolutely riveting. So big shout out to Nick and to the captain. I like your jib, Captain, um, for helping keep me on the road for the rest of that trip. So, gentlemen, truly, truly thank you. So 20, 27 hours after I leave the house, I'm back home. I get settled in the house, get everything emptied out from the uh, the van. I told my daughter, I said, head on in the house, take your, your betta fish, which she transferred home in a gallon-sized uh, Ziploc bag inside her little fishbowl, his fishbowl. I'm not sure. I didn't uh, didn't check the gender of the fish. I'm assuming it's a guy, but I don't know. I think that's what the, the, like the little Siamese fighting fish tend to be anyway. And I said, take that in the house. I'll haul everything else inside because you're tired. You've had a long day. I'm already cold. It's yeah. I'll get it in. So I emptied everything out of the car. She helped bring things in off of the front porch. So it was it was a it was a good good thing, but the fish survived the trip and he's he's doing well. But I finally settled in after I got home for the last couple of minutes and I turned on the TV. The last couple of minutes of the uh, game with the Dockers and the Saints playing, and it was a dynamic finish. I literally it was the last two minutes of the game. And once that was done, I, I turned on my computer and I hopped onto Twitter, which I had been looking at a little bit on the drive home because my daughter did do some of the driving. Thank you for that. Um, and I was amazed to see what was out there on Twitter. It was what I was hoping to have happen with the result of this podcast, but not in these circumstances, of course. I, I was not hoping for a pandemic to help Americans discover the game of Australian rules football. But Americans were discovering it. Some were tweeting about it. Many were tweeting about it. I, a former National Football League player, Pat McAfee, who has a great following with his show, tweeted about it and got a lot of people interested. I saw tweets left and right of people asking about the game, wondering about it. And again, by this point in time, I had been awake for over 30 hours and I tried to respond to several of the people who were tweeting about it. If I responded to you, I'm, I hope you're listening. I hope you continue to listen. Um, but it was, uh, it was fun to see the reaction from some of these people and how interested and excited they were about it. So I started directing them towards the YouTube video on what is the AFL and towards my podcast and towards... Uh, Rosanna's AFL Obsessed podcast. I didn't mention Rick's podcast yet, but I'll, I'll you know, highly recommend that one to them as well, um, just to kind of get a little bit more exposure to the game. And uh, as I'm watching all of this transpire, and I'm interacting with these people, it's, it's, it's telling me that, that we, we are craving something exciting like this. Now, unfortunately, it's in this type of a situation. Will this excitement about footy be there when it comes back in the summer, our summer, if baseball is back? I certainly hope so. 
because not everybody's a baseball fan. I am, but not everybody is a big baseball fan. Some people are just football fans, and they're looking for something like that. That's terrific if they are. But I hope that the interest still continues long after this pandemic is done. You know, I think FS1 might find that they have a great opportunity to to market this game to people here in the United States. Okay. Now I got a, I got a direct message on Twitter from a gentleman by the name of Matt Dean and Matt, I appreciate you sending this to me, but right before Matt had sent out this, this message to me, I'm watching the reactions to people online and I'm seeing what's happening to the, I've seen what's happened to the games here in the States. They're shut down. There's no NBA. There's no NHL. College basketball is done. The entire college baseball season is done. Track and field. There's nothing. It's over. Well, it's suspended for now. Maybe it will come back, but let's be realistic. It's probably over for this year until they get a handle on this virus and they get it eradicated, which I hope and pray happens very, very soon. But as I'm watching all of these reactions and the excitement and the anticipation and the, I want to know more about the game. What team should I support? Now, if you remember back in episode one, I, I discovered fairly quickly on that you do not root for a team in footy. I saw a couple people post that and I, I made mention to them, not the term you want to use, support, barrack, cheer for. We're not going to use the R word here. But as I'm watching all of this transpire, realizing that it's probably going to end within the next few hours, I mean, end as in they're not playing anymore, it reminded me of a scene from one of my favorite movies. And it's one that I, I strongly encourage you. If you've not had a chance to see it yet, I hope you consider taking a look at it. And it's a film called The Usual Suspects. It's got uh, Chaz Palminteri, um, Kevin Pollack, Kevin Spacey is in it, Stephen Baldwin, uh, Benicio Del Toro, Gabriel Byrne is in it. A fascinating film. When it first came out, the reviews on it were pretty lousy, but it is a fascinating film. And I don't want to spoil the ending for you, because if you've not seen this movie, it takes one heck of a twist that you don't see coming. But I think that's what American fans were dealing with with regards to footy over the last... 36 hours okay they're excited it's it's the new game in town it's what's there to watch we're setting our dvrs we're watching it we're cheering we're figuring out i'm a, i'm a frio fan i'm a melbourne fan i'm going to cheer for the saints i'm going to you know i'm going to i'm going to find this team that i want to support i didn't hear any of them deciding to support the cats but again that game wasn't televised on regular tv here in the states i think it was on the fox soccer plus channel which not everybody has so back to the film, The Usual Suspects, uh, Kevin Spacey's character, a uh, guy by the name of Verbal, he's a criminal. He's a mousy kind of a guy who looks like he'd had some sort of a physical handicap, if I remember correctly. He walked with a limp. His arm did not work well. Looked as all, although it was maybe he'd had a stroke or something at that time or had some sort of an injury. I don't remember the specifics about how that came about, but he's being interviewed by a detective that Chaz Palminteri is playing at detective by the name of Kuhan and he's he's asking him about this this unseen villain 
in the film, a guy by the name of Kaiser Sose, somebody who we're not sure of who they happen to be in the film. And Kevin Spacey's character is being interviewed for what seems to be hours about this, this villain, this ringleader of this criminal gang. Okay. And at the end of the interview, Spacey gestures in his hand like he's put his like he's put his fingers to his lips, kind of like they're all clenched together, or you have all four fingers kind of wrapped around your thumb, almost like you know you're going to say that tastes beautiful, that was wonderful, that type of thing, and it's then he kind of gives a little bit of a blowing motion, like it's gone, like he's blowing sand out of his hand, and it's like he's you know the villain has disappeared, that he's gone, you're not you're never going to find him, and it reminded me of what was about to transpire with the shutdown of the season. And Matt Dean had sent me, not long after I posted that tweet, a notification saying that Gil McLaughlin was going to be going live to make a, uh, a comment about the season being suspended. Um, we're about to have our game ripped out from underneath us. Now, I get it. I completely understand it. And I think deep down, those of you who are fans of the game, you understand it as well. It's... It's not an easy thing. We're hurting. We're looking for something to fill the void in our time, to fill our, our lives. I heard that they're getting ready to shut the schools down in Australia right now as well. I heard also that the, the pubs have closed as well, which you know could be a, uh, a problem for, for some people um, because that's where you socialize with folks. But again, we have the technology available to us now that we can socialize literally with anybody around the world. We can do it face-to-face on our computers. Yeah, we may not be able to be there and give them a handshake or a hug or a high five, but knowing that you're able to communicate them with them even over some sort of electronic device is surely better than not being able to communicate with them at all. So if you're, if you're you know, sequestered away at home, reach out to your friends online, whether they be local, whether they be across the country or around the world. Let them know you're okay. Talk to them. Talk to your family members. Be safe, that kind of thing. But again, with the usual suspects, that ending of that film reminded me, because again, more things happen at the end of the film. But that whole scene where he goes, poof, Kaiser Sose's gone, reminded me that it was like, just popped it in my head, and maybe it's because I'd been up for the better part of you know a day and a half. Um, I did get a few hours of sleep the night before, but it just it just jumped out at me as as a comparable moment. Um, so, again, if you're looking for a film to watch during the time that you're you're home and there's no footy on, I strongly suggest and I highly recommend The Usual Suspects. And if you do decide to watch it, tell them that Kobayashi sent you. I think you get a free bag of popcorn with that. Now. As I was saying, the Twitter world was ablaze with people excited about the game. And that was fantastic to see. I probably responded to 25, maybe 30 people last night on Twitter. Um, A a sports channel in North Carolina called Sports Night that does a half an hour sports show. It's a I think it's a local, maybe like on their cable television, that type of thing. They actually had highlights from the Richmond game on television they officially announced that they were going to be a, uh, they were going to support the Tigers, which, you know, 
hey, they're the premiers. Why not support them? Um, so they were all excited about that. Richmond, I believe, reached out to them and retweeted their their comments. Um, so it's great to see Americans noticing the game. My hope is that it carries off and carries into the future beyond this crisis. That when we have all of our other opportunities to watch the National Basketball Association, to watch college basketball, college baseball, the XFL, the new football league that began here this year that that suspended operations as well, hockey, Major League Baseball, which is, you know, that's my passion. I'm not a big basketball fan. I'll watch it from time to time, but I... I couldn't tell you who were the best teams in college basketball. If you, you know, said you're going to you know, break my thumb if I could tell you who the top five teams were, I'm going to have a splint on my thumb because I couldn't tell you. It's not something that I'm all that interested in, but lots of people are. And this was a deviation for them. This was a release, if you will, an avenue for them to see some competition. And I just hope that that continues going into the future. And that kind of leads me to where I'm, I'm looking at as far as my podcast going into the future. Now, I have a couple of uh, topics that I'm wanting to explore and dive more deeply into. One of those being the story that broke not long before the whole coronavirus thing came about, and that dealing with uh, the, the passing of Polly Farmer and the recognition of his advanced CTE that he had and I'm I'm I've been reading up and researching articles and writings about the approach that's going on with CTE in Australia with regards to footy as well as what's going on here in the United States with especially the NFL hockey to an extent um, mainly with the NFL though and I want to draw some correlations between the two in an upcoming episode and, you know, I've done a couple deep dives, if you will, into certain topics. And I'll probably come back to that as well as we go forward because I don't plan on suspending the podcast at all. But what I would like to do is to really start digging into and talking with more fans in Australia to talk to you about why you are so passionate about this game, why it's something that other Americans besides myself should invest time in that they should be excited about because it is a dynamic, fun, exciting game. And I'm, I'm hoping to talk to many of you. A lot of you have reached out on Twitter. A lot of you have reached out on Facebook. I've made a lot of connections. I have six, eight, 10, 20. I'm not even sure how many people who are kind of in my queue, if you will, who want to conduct interviews. I had somebody reach out to me from a, uh, a USAFL team just a couple of days ago from San Diego. We're going to get something set up here in the coming days. And I'm, I'm hoping to have more episodes coming out than just once a week now that I have a little bit of downtime besides what I'm doing with my school students online. Um, so I'm, I'm planning on doing more of that type of thing, but it's going gonna, it's gonna, to entail me finding people that are interested in wanting to to be interviewed, to talk online, to share their story, their great memories of the game, things that they did with their with their parents or their grandparents when they were a kid going to games at uh, 
at different parks because one that's going to help it's going to help me learn about the game, which is again one of the reasons why I started this. But it's also going to talk to American fans and show them how wonderful this game is and why they should consider investing time in this once the game starts back up here, hopefully in, what is it, about eight or nine weeks, give or take? Hopefully that happens, or if it's not until next year. But it's also going to be something that's going to allow those of you who are fans in Australia who are listening, and right now about 60% of the listeners are coming from Australia, but this is going to allow you the opportunity to reminisce, to think back to great moments for your team, great moments in footy or heartbreaking moments, but it's going to allow you to reminisce a little bit while also helping to educate, you know, somebody like me who is trying to learn about the game or other people who are just now beginning to get exposed to the game. So if you're one of those people that would like to possibly set up a discussion online um, to conduct an interview, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. You can reach me on Twitter at yank underscore on. You can find me on Facebook. My name's Craig Wessels. I'm easy to find on there. I have a yank on the footy page there as well. I'm also on uh, Instagram as well at a yank on the footy. So all of those places are spots where you can reach out to me if you are interested in, in coming on the show. Because again, I I can't arbitrarily start dialing phone numbers in Australia and say, hey, do you want to talk some footy? This is where some of you who are listening are going to have to reach out to me. Or maybe you know somebody that, uh, that would want to come on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get an opportunity to talk to some people who've, who have played the game or who maybe are, you know, big draws who will maybe bring in more listeners. I reached out to... Um, as I said before, I do, I do watch some basketball, basically only my local team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, but I reached out to one of the Cavaliers players who happens to be from Australia. I'm sure that, you know, uh, Matthew Delavadova, who is, you know, is from Australia. I believe he's a big Collingwood fan, if I'm not mistaken, but I reached out to him online. Um, and I know he's busy and I'm, I'm nobody. And it's, uh, I sent him a message online asking if he'd be interested in coming on and talking about the game of footy. I've not heard anything back and this is not trying to pressure him at all, but it'd be great to be able to talk to, to some people who have some insight that, that would be willing to share that with, um, with the, the public. Uh, I think that this would be a great opportunity to get American fans to see, you know, what is happening with, uh, with people they support in games here in the States who happen to be fans of other, of other games and other places. So I know I've rambled a little bit here in this episode. I, I kind of crafted a little bit of a script on this one, a little bit of an outline, but this has been more something coming from the heart in terms of what I'm trying to, you know, trying to convey to you that we're in this together. Okay. Footy is on hold for right now. Now, many of you have old VHS tapes or, um, opportunities to watch old games, that type of thing. I have access to games going back to 2017 online. But we have to survive this crisis in order to come back to watch footy later on. This is a 
this is going to be a tough time for everybody. I know that, uh, you know, we're maybe a little bit ahead of what Australia has done in terms of some of the lockdowns and that type of thing. Although we do, we do have some people here in the United States that, uh, decided to ignore things. Um, spring break, which is when college kids get some time off during like the middle of their semester at school. Spring breakers tend to congregate in Southern Texas, uh, a place called South Padre Island, or they will go to Florida during spring break for a week or week and a half, whatever the case may be, to party. A lot of them will go hang out at the beach. They will drink and that sort of thing. And I watched interviews of some of these these college-age kids, you know, kids the same age as my kids or even students that I've had in class just up until the last couple of years. And they were not concerned about the coronavirus. They were not concerned about COVID-19. They were there to get drunk, have a good time, and what happens, happens. Now, sure, maybe they're healthy enough that they're going to recover from this. But I did see a a news story today that uh, I think they had said that somewhere that nine kids who had been in spring break in South Florida had already come back and had tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, if they've come home and they've hugged their, their parents or grandparents, that sort of thing, they might have actually transferred that illness to them. So I think it was rather short-sighted on their part. And, you know, we're, we're going to all have to, to deal with this together, okay? So I'm going to keep producing my shows. I would love to talk to you about the game of footy and even about, you know, how you're dealing with the situation with being sequestered in your home. Um, you know, what are you watching on television? I'm going to go watch the most recent episode, or I'm sorry, the first episode of Mystery Road here in a little bit. I just found that on a uh, streaming service online, and that was the only one of that whole series that I hadn't seen yet. So I'm going to hopefully catch that today. Um, but we're in this together. We've got to get through this. We've got to be able to talk to one another, be tolerant of one another, okay? And don't forget that you can you can reach me, okay? You can reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. You can find my podcast if you don't have it bookmarked anywhere on your favorite podcast hosting site. You can find it on a yank on, a yank on the footy at podbean.podbean.com as well. And uh, I'd love to hear from you telling me how you're doing. I had some great reviews. Um, it's been wonderful to hear from some of you who are giving me feedback. I truly appreciate it. Okay. I'd love to hear what your what your thoughts are and topic ideas. I've had plenty of people send me great topic ideas as well. Um, again, don't forget me. You can reach me at Gmail. You can find me on Twitter at Yank underscore on, on Facebook and on Instagram at a Yank on the footy. And before I wrap up this episode, I did want to go ahead and thank Joseph McDade for using a couple pieces of his music. Those of you who have been listening since the beginning, you may have noticed I changed the opening song today. It's another one of Mr. McDade's pieces, but I thought that it worked much better in the situation that we're in right now. Okay, so the the music you're going to hear at the end today is a piece called Elevation. And the piece at the beginning is is a piece of work that Mr. McDade had done called Winter's Mist. And I I think it just really kind of conveys the mood that we're all in regarding footy. And the world in general, quite frankly, we're all a little sad about it, but we have to be upbeat as well. We have to keep uh, keep in mind 
that things are going to improve, but we need to look out for one another. So again, Mr. McDade, I thank you for the use of your music. You can find him at josephmcdade.com slash music. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you putting my show into your daily schedule and take or weekly schedule, I should say. Okay. We are at a, a strange point in our world's history. Okay. Um, you know, we love this game, but I want you to keep yourself safe, your family safe, help keep your community safe, look after one another, help to combat this virus. You know, I'm one of those people that sure I wash my hands after I use the bathroom. I wash my hands when I'm handling raw chicken or even eggs, that type of thing when I'm cooking. But I can't tell you when I've washed my hands as much as I have recently. I'm at the point now where I'm having to put on different types of lotion and such because the backs of my hands have almost gotten rubbed raw. But be tolerant of one another, okay? Don't get caught up in a lot of the media's over-sensationalizing of things. The scientists are working hard to resolve this. But take care of yourself. Take care of your friends. Watch out for your elderly family members. Take care of them. Keep your distance. Make sure they have everything that they need. And ladies and gentlemen, I strongly would appreciate it if you'd consider sharing my podcast with your friends if you haven't done so already. Send them a link to it. Give them a call. Tell them to search it out for themselves, whatever the case may be. We're, we're, we're in this together. Even though we are in many cases 15,000 kilometers apart, we're in this together. And ladies and gents, may your dribble kick never, ever hit the post. I'll catch you later. This has been episode 14 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and on Facebook at a yank on the footy. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it and would appreciate it if you'd consider sharing the podcast with your family members. Goodbye and stay safe. <laughs>